I know you're out there. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. the dots of the Constitution for you like no one else can. The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's an attorney, a disabled U.S. Army veteran, an author, public speaker, mother, pastor's wife, and a patriot. She's Chris Ann Hall. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you may be listening to our Daily Journal today, I am here with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall, and we are sporting our Liberty First gear again today. I got so excited because my my Mercy Otis Warren t-shirt came in the mail, so if those of you watching us on YouTube, you can see uh, these t-shirts. Mercy Otis Warren's t-shirt says... um, Uh, Real Women of Courage, 1776. Ah, I'm getting pulled by my microphone back here. And uh, on the back, it says, We will stand against tyranny today or our children will bow tomorrow. And it also teaches a little history lesson, doesn't it? Tells us that Mercy is the first woman, uh, the first American woman uh, historian, first American woman political advisor, first American woman playwright, and I wonder if um, our administrators for the public school knew that. Yeah, they probably wouldn't know that one either. <laughs> JC is sporting the Time TJ. to take another trip to the mall. I know, right? <laughs> They'll start recognizing us if we keep popping up yeah. with our T-shirts. <laughs> so, t- uh, JC. You're the his- history T-shirt radicals are the coming his- again. The, the history radicals. Oh, my goodness. There we go. What would that make us? Uh, alt past. That's nice. <laughs> I like that. Alt past. We're the alt past. Alt past. Alt past. <laughs> JC cool. is sporting his TJ, Thomas Jefferson. I despise fake news hoodie. Cool. It is so awesome. And it says on it, uh, fake news uh, spreading lies since 1807. <laughs> and then it's got Jefferson's quote on the back from 1807, from 1807, where Jefferson is despising, L- lambasting, fake, lambasting, something, blasting, however that word goes, criticizing fake news, <laughs> fake news. Hey, JC, I got something encouraging to share with you this morning before we go. Oh, by the way, um, we we're going to talk about the quote unquote Planned Parenthood case today. I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. Absolutely blow your mind. You're going to get mad. So I got this I got this post from Tracy Rossi, and, and this is really awesome. She said, I just wanted to stop by your page to let you know that while in line today in Walmart in Hurricane Utah, 
I was speaking to the fella. They say fella in uh-huh. Utah. I was speaking to the fella behind me about the Constitution. When a fella passing by overheard me say, quote, all, we all need to learn and practice the Constitution. That passerby said, hey, what did you just say? And I and I told him and he said, why, yes, uh, that's what we need to do. He said he wanted to shake my hand for saying that we need to practice mm. and follow the Constitution. I told him about you and how we'd recently had a seminar at, in uh, St. George. St. George. Yeah, that's, that's what STG is, St. George. And how a bunch of us locals would like to hold more classes, seminars on the Constitution. He said he listens to your show. There you go. So some random passersby in Utah listen to the show. So, and so she says, if anyone in St. George area is, is reading this, and I'm saying this on the air, so if you are in St. George, Utah, we need to organize something for next year. There are interested people in our area. Y'all can get a hold of me, and I'd love to help organize. So if you want to get in touch with Tracy Rossi and you want to be involved in something, uh, even just to attend something in St. George, let us know. We'll help you. This is going to be your day of encouragement, JC. Good. Because we got something from on Instagram as well. Yeah, I saw whose that. Whose handle I is... I see Instagram. You do see Instagram? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Liberty's Warrior. This Listen, guys, this is what he says. If you love liberty in the Constitution, please go to chrisannhall.com and begin to listen to their Liberty First podcasts. It is second to none when it comes to teaching us liberty-loving Americans about current events and how it relates to our Constitution. Give Chris Ann Hall and JC Global a follow. They are liberty-loving patriots teaching people across the country about the original meaning of the Constitution. This is what's crazy. He says, I have changed my Instagram name recently from recently from the Trumpocrat to Liberty's warrior. Chris Ann and JC were the reason. As a patriot, it's not about party or politician, but about liberties and what the Constitution states. It's way deeper than party affiliation. They have challenged me to pursue my understanding of the Constitution, to learn and defend attacks from the left and also from the right that don't line up with what our founders had intended. If you want to truly begin to understand our rights, follow them and listen to their podcasts. They have an app on Apple and Android called Liberty First. It's about time we begin to use our knowledge to fight for liberty. Amen. How awesome is that? See, this is this is the kind of thing that that you can do. You know, maybe you don't have a podcast. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't travel around the country and teach like we do. But you can share what we do and encourage others. And that's what's really, really awesome. Um, before we get into this Planned Parenthood thing, JC, you posted something on Instagram that I want you to talk about. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, uh, Ocasio-Cortez actually did something good. Um, okay. Yeah? Wasn't it good? Uh, I guess. You don't good. think it was good? Uh, good. Um, I think I it mean, was outstanding. I mean, I don't think she did it for the right reasons, but I think what she did was awesome. Tell, him, tell everybody about it. Uh, I have to go look up my post. Oh, <laughs> what did I say? 
Okay. You're talking about her boycotting the orientation? Yes, absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. So I'll pull up your post here for you. Yeah, it's just the, the, I guess, I guess it's the freshman. You don't need to say what uh, you said on that post. Congressman orientation or whatever. And she, she basically. Well, uh, tell them about, a lot of people don't understand about the freshman congressman orientation. Yeah, so so she blasted it as, you know, a bunch of lobbyists coming in there and training the incoming congressman. So I, I would just, you know, it just annoyed me that here here we have to have this raving, you know, leftist Marxist revolutionary has to be the one to stand up and say, you know, I'm not going to get my marching orders from a bunch of lobbyists. And, you know, they were showing the roll call of all these who comes in and basically tells the congressman what to do and all these corporate, corporate lobbyists. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I just thought, where have... Where have all, all the Republicans and, right. you know, the so-called right. liberty supporters, wh- where have they been? Right. Like, the, you know, we have to get this, this nitwit, Ocasio-Cortez, she's got to stand up and say something. I mean, So this on. is an article on, on Insider. Al- Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez slams Harvard orientation for freshman lawyers as, quote, lobbyist project that hypes tax cuts for corporations well and that's her that's her beef that's you know, her the beef tax cuts but the point is it's a it is a bunch of lot that's why i say i don't know she did something good as far i mean she's hyping it as you know we need to tax right, the that's rich why I said and more taxes not, and all that not no, the, but the, the not point for is, the right reasons the, right the point is she she's calling out this thing for a bunch of lobbyists giving their marching orders to the congressman they, they don't we don't send them there to represent those people right and so my beef is, why does it take this freaking Marxist to stand up and say this? Right. I mean, since... Where's all the since, ones we elected that were uh, Tea Party, yeah, that since, was for the people? Right, since 2010. Since 2010. We, we sent these jackasses up there that's supposed to, you know, oh, we're, we're not going to go up there and be like, you know, be a bunch of politicians. And we, you hear that all the time. Oh, this guy's not... A, I like this guy because he's not a politician. Oh, yeah. Which one did this? Who did this? Is Ocasio-Cortez not a politician, so you like her? So it takes some freaking Marxist to stand up and say we're not right. going to listen to the lobbyists? Where have where are the Republicans? Where are the right. Republicans? Where are all you people every day who say you support our liberty? I don't hear you saying this. I don't see you walking out of some lobbyist brainwashing session. So they're all a bunch of chumps. They're all a bunch of fakes, a bunch of cowards. That's why I get so sick of this support. Just because there's an R behind somebody's name. Oh, it's Republican. Oh, but he's a and, nice and, yeah, guy. Yeah, you're, you're a bad guy. I mean, the Republicans you're, or the Democrats, you're the bad guys. Look at all the bad guys. Democrats are bad guys. Bad, bad, bad Democrats. You know, and then all the Republicans are all these superheroes. Yeah, what have they done? What have they done? What have they stood for? Yeah. When have they stood up like this? Give me a break. Let me at, ask at, you a question. At, at best, at best, we see maybe... Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, only the only guys I can even think about, and like Justin I'm gonna Amash. Justin Amash right now. He's every day. Okay, he's every I, day I think Justin of just, Amash. I think of I think of Rand Paul and Ted Cruz. They put on these shows, right? They stand up yeah. and they do these. Here we're gonna do. What do you call them? The filibuster and right, whatever. Right, like, right. It's crazy because Rand Paul. Like I I like stuff that Rand Paul says. Right. Let's separate this. I I hear Rand Paul and I'm like, man, that's that's right. He's right on, and he. He'll stand up and he'll say all this stuff. Like, I'll come against, come out against, oh, this guy's a statist. Search and, she's and seizures, a statist, Fourth and Amendment. Search and seizures, anti-Fourth Amendment, anti-this and that. And then two weeks later, he's voting to conf- confirm the one he's going off on. So 
Yeah. Same thing with these guys. Okay, Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, you're standing up and you're making the show and you're saying all the right things. Okay, I appreciate what you're saying. Right. But how about put your money where your mouth is? So, like, how, who who's standing up? So, Justin Amash is a guy. He doesn't make a big show. He doesn't stand up and do a filibuster. He makes his vote. He stands Every against the stuff. Every single day. He, he puts it in action. So, outside of that one guy, you know, I mean, maybe there's a handful more, but come on. We've had this stupid brainwashing sec- session every year for God every knows how long. Every year. And we don't hear how, our how many, guys say who, who Have you ever me. heard anybody? I mean, we've talked about it on the show. We know it happens on the state level. We've had state people tell us this. We know it happens on the federal level. Why aren't they saying anything? Let me ask you something, well, that's JC. Whole, no, that's, no, let no, me no, ask this not question. Not say anything. Not say anything. No, let's, let's, let's not say say anything. Because we hear them say something all the time. I've heard these same people. I mean, they'll come home to our district. We've sat in front of them, and they'll talk about the lobbyists and special interests. Oh, yeah? You sat through this thing. You didn't say anything. You say this to us. You don't say anything to them. Yeah. You don't do anything when they're around. But you'll come tell us how the lobbyists are, are running Washington, lobbyists this and lobbyists that, yet you're buddy-buddy with them when you're there. Will you come back? I'm going to ask JC a question. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Really, really irritated by the feckless do-nothings who, who have walked around for eight years now telling us that they're for the people, they're for the Constitution, they're fighting for us. And, and, and they sit there and they eat up the propaganda, they eat up the indoctrination, they eat up the kickbacks and the fundings and all the power and the control that they get from being there and involved with all the K Street, uh, I don't know, uh, indoctrinators, prostitutes, the K, I'll just call them the K Street, K, K Street post- prostitutes. And then well, it's the K Street pimps. Pimps, right? yeah. The representatives are the prostitutes. There you go. All right, so that's the better analogy there. And so here's the thing that, the, the additional thing, maybe this is secondary, maybe it's not, but it's really primary to me. We, you have these these K Street pimps that go up there and they they immediately pull our representatives under the hood and put them into this uh, under their control and we don't have anybody standing up and doing it except for the communist here and now I want to ask you how many people out there would it take for us to have a freshman orientation taught by the people. Seriously, I want to know if these congressmen are all about the people and I want you out there to put your put your congressman to the test. Say, all right, you go up there and you have these orientations, these freshman orientations. Why don't you start demanding a freshman orientation by the people? Because that's who you're supposed to be representing. How many times have we tried to get an audience with some representative somewhere? It just, you know what I'm saying? This little Bolshevik, she didn't. I mean, they didn't even go. Yeah. She got her little, her little gang. Right. right? Her crew. 
Is there, there, I mean, what, what, what do you need to orientation? What, what is the point of this? It's, first off, it's not an orientation. I mean. It's an orientation these, to how, the, how the, the prostitution ring works. These are corporate lobbyists. They don't, they don't, they're not representatives. No. They're not aides. No. What are they telling you how to do their, how, 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 how it works? And, yes, you know, here's they the are. Process here. They but, are. But it's not like, okay, here's how you file a bill. Here's, here's how you write a bill, whatever. So it's not. What, is, what does this mean? But Orientation. It, but it Oriented points out, what? right? But it points out in Washington D.C. what is the most important procedure out right. there? No, actually, what is I, the most important process out there? It's the lobbyists. It's I, not the Constitution. It's not. It's not uh, uh, rules. What is that? Uh, rule, parliamentary rules. Right. But I think it's very telling, actually, that they call it orientation. I mean, what mm -hmm. is orientation? That's that's how you point your compass, right? Right. Is where you orient yourself. So. I, um, right. It just makes so. <laughs> what makes me mad? What gets under my skin is all the constant fawning over these these idiots like they're royalty, and oh, he's a good guy, and he said this and he said that. How how hard is it to go on? I mean, you you were on Fox, right? The whole ordeal is four minutes. Four minutes. How hard is it to go on Fox and say something? Right. Give right. some whatever. Give some rant. Give some speech. You say something. I don't care what you say, right? What right. do you What do you do? What are you doing? Right. What are you gonna do? Okay. So the little Bolshevik up there, brain dead Bolshevik has to. I mean, we she's doing something. Right. Right. I mean, maybe that's what she has to fall back on because there's nothing in her head, right? Right. To, to actually say, so she's got to do. So I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Why? Why? So what I said in the thing, and if you see the. When the October Revolution comes, mm -hmm. right? When the Bolshevik wave comes, right. who, who are you going to blame? You only have yourself to blame. Right. You let Because this is the thing. Here's the problem. The people slam the millennials and we down the millennials. The millennials see the corruption. Right. They see the absolute worthlessness, right? It just it, This thing is not working for the people. They see a bunch of corrupt insiders who are just climbing on the backs of the people and they want they want something done and then the only thing they're offered is what the, these bunch of bolsheviks offering their marxism right but right so this because is, they're this offering is, action they're offering solution exactly. they're asking, offering things you can see so the rest of them are sitting the there danger. just saying oh just let us take care and, of and it and that's we'll the danger so it. who do they have to look to mm -hmm. who's doing something the little marxist revolutionary from 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 queens right the little Marxist revolutionary from New York City. That's that's what they have to look to. Why? Because all the guys or, or majority of them who say they stand for liberty, who say they're for us, are sitting on the sidelines doing nothing. When we come back, I'm going to blow your mind with this quote-unquote uh, planned parenthood case. As arrogant men tear up our constitution And from every direction we cry revolution Standing together and without permission Soldiers for truth in the war of attrition The love of our country As our The Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Hey, JC, we just had a family of four buy uh, tickets for the uh, gun training, Liberty in defense of Liberty training event. I was going to thank them on the air, but then I thought, well, maybe if it's a Christmas present, I probably shouldn't say it out loud. So we just want to thank you for joining up for our uh, In Defense of Liberty. If you want to know how to be a part of this event that will train you to defend not just your own personal liberty, but the liberty of America, then uh, you need to go to chrisannhall.com and click on the In Defense of Liberty banner. Now, this... I want to get one little warning at the end of what we're talking about. Okay. These guys better wake up. They better wake up up there. They're they're dismissing Mm -hmm. this girl, okay? This little Marxist nitwit from New York City. This Pied Piper of Marxism, she's going to lead a generation right. where you don't want to. Mark my word, this yeah. girl is going to be a superstar, and she's going to lead a generation where you don't want them to go. So you better wake up up there, you guys who you put your money where your mouth is, all you guys who are talking to talk. You better wake up and stop fighting on behalf of the system, and you better fight the system because that's what she's doing, and you can call her stupid all day long because she is, but I'm telling you, it's not just intelligence and, and knowledge of what she ought to know. She doesn't know those things. But she's got that Barack Obama almost demonic, charismatic energy, and she's exposing these guys. She's exposing them for the frauds and hypocrites that they are. They tell us one thing, they do another. You better wake up. So this is on LifeNews.com headline. Supreme Court refuses to let states defund Planned Parenthood abortion bids. Now, this case has nothing to do with Planned Parenthood and abortions. Okay. This is not about abortion rights. This is not about uh, right to choose. This is not about pro-life. This is not even about... Uh, states shutting down abortion, okay? What this is about is uh, constitutional chaos. That's what this is about. So this case is not about the, the, the federal government defunding plan, or I'm sorry, the states defunding Planned Parenthood. What this is about is about individual citizens suing their states in federal court over the states denying um, providers in Medicaid. That's what this is about. So I went researching this case because I wanted to see what the 10th district... So it's about Medicaid. So it's about Medicaid funding. Okay, uh-huh. It's about Medicaid funding. It's about the destruction of state sovereignty. It's about expanding original jurisdiction of the federal courts. And it's about... Uh, constitutional chaos that is created when, number one, the federal government engages in an activity they're not constitutionally authorized to engage in, and number two, when the courts create confusion, then refuse to resolve the confusion and prolong the confusion because of judicial activism. That's what this is about. This case would not change anything either way about the funding or defunding of Planned Parenthood. And that's what drives me nuts. Come on, guys. It literally took me uh, three minutes to find 
the Supreme Court's dissent uh, written by uh, Thomas, which is just absolutely amazing, and Alito and Gorsuch signed on. It took me another three minutes to find the petition that was filed by the secretary, the acting secretary of Kansas Department of Health. Uh, His name is Jeff Anderson. And to understand what this is really about. So this activist journalism that is spinning up this case to be something that it's not is just another cake baker fiasco trying to get the political base spurned when there's nothing going on here that would Uh, even have any effect on Planned Parenthood or abortion, but it is avoiding the real issues. The destruction of your personal rights by the creation of power of the federal government and the demonization of state authority and the usurpation of power by the courts over the states. Hmm. So... This is, this is what's crazy, and I want you to remember what I teach at, in the state sovereignty class, what Justice Roberts says about state sovereignty. Run that in your mind what, what as you're doing. What is the case? This is uh, Rebecca Gee, Secretary of Louisiana Department of Health and Hospitals v. Planned Parenthood of Gulf Coast, Inc. et al. And it also has to do with the, the et al. is bringing in the Kansas case and all these other state cases because what we have is a series of circuits that have disagreeing understandings on the position of the Supreme Court on whether the state can choose the providers that their that their people can use under Medicaid. So the so the pro life uh, the pro life news is fixated on the Planned Parenthood actor in this thing and missing. The actual and missing big, the big, the, the, the real, real picture, the real issue, because so it's I'm more, even more destructive, right? It's, it almost it is, diverts. Oh, it, it right. It diverts from the real destruction. So, so a lot of people could look and who like, well, I don't really care about Planned Parenthood news. Right. Like, and we'll just ignore this. Exactly. Because right? it's been covered. Oh, as this is an, this is the this is the religious right getting their panties in a wad over nothing. Right. No, this is not about religious right. This is about the integrity of the constitution as a whole and there is a simple solution to the entire problem a simple solution that we are ignoring because we're making this all about planned parenthood all right so here's the thing uh congress provides federal this is in the kansas case so congress provides federal funds in exchange for the state's agreement to spend them in accordance with congressionally imposed conditions when a state fails to comply with the terms of medicaid the statute provides one remedy the u.s secretary of health and human services may withhold funds from the state there is no remedy according to the statute for an individual to sue the state over the state's choice in Medicare spending. All right. Now you can talk about that being unconstitutional or not, but that's a symptom of the problem. That is not the real problem. The reason there, all of this originates in the Supreme court. Remember by constitution, when a citizen has a disagreement with their state, That is a state court issue. It is not a Supreme Court issue, period. But because we have federal funding now, you have invited the federal government government to be 
in a party in this. So now it doesn't even go through the state courts. This case is about an individual suing their state in federal jurisdiction of original jurisdiction in the federal court because the federal government is now an actor because of federal spending. So it's like the the state uh, legislature, right, your state representatives mm -hmm. uh, essentially throw off or, or surrender your protections. And then right. by you participating in mm -hmm. this and accepting this, it, it's as if you're waiving your rights and you're right. throwing off any protections for yourself. You're thrown into you're the thrown federal system. Immediately into the federal system because you are no longer engaging what what should be a state issue alone, an internal affair, the life, the liberty, the properties of the people, the internal order, improvement, and prosperity of the state is all internal. It's supposed to be done by the states. Now, because federal money is coming in, the federal government claims original jurisdiction, which circumvents the entire court process of your state, which eliminates the representation of the people of the state and goes directly to the courts. And here's the danger. Okay? Okay, so, well, but the courts are the courts and the courts are there to protect us. This is this dissenting opinion by Justice Thomas is absolutely brilliant. And I'm going to post it for you because you need to read it. And, and this is what he says, because I'm only going to be able to scratch the surface here. But he says the courts of appeals are in conflict whether Medicaid recipients have a private right of action to challenge a state's determination of qualified Medicaid providers. Here's the thing. Your state is allowed. It, it, your state issues licenses to doctors. Every state has a different licensing procedure. But now because of Medicaid, the state cannot even qualify their own doctors, right? And so uh, Thomas says five circuits have held that Medicaid recipients have no right and one circuit's held that they do. 70 million Americans are on Medicaid. And if the majority of the courts of appeals are correct, then Medicaid patients can sue when a state removes their doctor as a Medicaid provider or inadequately reimburses their provider because, he says, of the court's inaction. Patients in different states, even patients with the same providers, have different rights to challenge their state's provider's decisions. And here's the thing. The state faces the threat of federal lawsuit, not original jurisdiction in the states, but original jurisdiction in the federal courts, whenever it changes providers of medical products or services for its Medicaid recipients. recipients. And they also are now threatened with lawsuits for failures to list. So you can have somebody they don't like, you're going to get sued. You don't have somebody they like, you're going to get sued, which is is chaos, right? And, and Justice Thomas says, look, this is our fault. He says the division in the lower court steams, stems at least in part from this court's own lack of clarity on the issue as one Court observed the disagreement can can be explained in part by, are you ready for this? An evolution in the law. Mm -hmm. Thomas says this is a, a this is a tactful way of saying that the Supreme Court has made a mess of the issue. Right. Because it's not about the Constitution. It's not about the rights of the people. It's about 
politics. An ever-changing precedent. An ever-changing precedent that is not that is not not, rooted in, not rooted in the standard but rooted in politics in lobbyists mm-hmm. and in political in political opinions right so because we have a court that will not stick with the standard and simply say the federal government has no authority to be involved in this we have created this constitutional chaos Chris Ann Hall Show. She's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Here you have a Supreme Court justice telling us the Supreme Court is making a mess of things because of political activism. Now, let me read this to you. He says he says this. uh, So what has happened is the court, the lower courts have made this confusion because they're so addicted to to Supreme Court opinion and the Supreme Court has been here and there and everywhere on these things so they're saying look we can't make up our own minds our lower courts can't even think on their own anymore because they become so addicted to whatever the Supreme Court says right and so they're coming to the Supreme Court and saying look you've created this confusion and now fix it what happened is the majority court said no we're not going to fix it we're not going to fix it and And this is what Thomas says. He says, so what explains the court's refusal to do its job here? I suspect, this is Thomas's quote, I suspect it has something to do with the fact that some respondents in these cases are named Planned Parenthood. That makes the court's decision particularly troubling as the question presented has nothing to do with abortion. This can Robert sit here and tell me they no longer have activist judges. Right. The, how can you say you do not have activist judges? Why this by the simple naming of a plaintiff in a case makes you back off and do nothing about it. Because this is you think this is not just Chris Ann ranting and making stuff up as she goes along. You have the Supreme Court justices here saying, look, this has nothing to do with abortion. Look at what he says. He says, but these cases are not about abortion rights. They are not. They are about private rights of action under Medicaid. Resolving the question presented here would not even affect Planned Parenthood's ability to challenge the state's decisions. It concerns only the rights of individual Medicaid patients to bring their own suits. He says our court is abdicating our judicial duty. And then he quotes the framers. He says, the framers gave us lifetime tenure to promote that independent spirit in the judges, which must be essential to the faithful performance of the court's role as bulwarks of limited constitution unaffected by fleeting mischiefs. Now, that's from Federal 78. That's Hamilton. He says, we are not to consult popularity, but instead to rely on nothing but the Constitution and the laws. And there you have it. There you have it. This is not about abortion rights. This is not about ending abortion rights. This is not even about interfering with Planned Parenthood challenging anything. 
This is about an activist court who will not stand up in the midst of a constitutional chaos that they have created because they are no longer an independent judiciary, because they are ruled and reigned by the lobbyists, by their political activist uh, ideologies, and they won't do squat. You know the solution? Stop the federal funding. Right. Yeah, that seems Don't to be take the, Medicaid, and they can't tell you how to run your state. That seems to be the root of it. I when mean, you, that is the root, the root of, of it. it. Yeah, so it's, that is it's, absolutely the root of it. It's not, it's, not, it's not even primarily a court thing. A court, no. The, the court issue this here is, state is secondary. It's so, and it's not even, you know, the, in this case, uh, Thomas is saying they're, they're afraid of the, the political, you know, right. all the political things right. that surround it because right. it's Planned Parenthood. Not necessarily saying they favor Planned Parenthood. They're afraid to touch it because of political considerations. And that is not an independent judiciary. Right. That is so, absolutely not an so independent judiciary. So it's not judiciary. even, a, as we see, no offense to, to pro-life guys out there and the people in the movement, but it's not as we see being reported it in is the pro-life not. news that the courts so much favor Planned Parenthood as it is the states have voluntarily transformed themselves into colonies and attached themselves to this federal dependency, and whoever pays the piper dictates the tune. Now, let me remind everybody that Justice Roberts issued the opinion where he said that it's the prerogative of the states to not yield to federal blandishments because they are independent and sovereign governments. And so I'm just wondering, how does Roberts reconcile this with that understanding? Because when you start asking someone else to pay your sovereign butt's bills, then you owe that man who paid. And in this case, it's the federal government. Get with your state, get out of Medicaid, take care of your own people in your state, and you end the constitutional chaos. God bless you guys. We'll see you again tomorrow. Let me